You're listening to What's New with Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. It's today's most interesting thing in tech from Nicholas Thompson, Editor-in-Chief of Wired. The most interesting thing in tech, earlier this week, AstraZeneca and Oxford released their results on their coronavirus vaccine. And as happened previously, it came out mostly via press release and preliminary data. And the initial results looked good. In fact, I was quite optimistic. Pfizer had already come out with its great data, as had Moderna, and the AstraZeneca results were not quite as positive. But on the other hand, the AstraZeneca drug should be easier to store and transport. Lots of developing countries have already had large partnerships. It seemed great. I'm all in favor of there being multiple vaccines with different efficacies for different groups and different transportation issues. It seemed really promising. But now, as people started to dig into the data, my God, there are a lot of problems. So first off, when you do a study like this, you are supposed to take data from one study. You lay out the ground rules. You say, this is what we're going to do and how we're going to evaluate the results. And that way, when you get your results, people can check to make sure you haven't cherry-picked your data. Well, that's not what it seems like AstraZeneca had done. In fact, not only that, they combined two studies. They took data from one study in Brazil and one study in the UK. Why did they do that? Well, partly because while they were conducting the study in the UK, coronavirus rates were going down, and it's harder to test a vaccine if there's a low positivity rate, because fewer people get the virus, therefore your data is not as robust. Okay, so that's one big problem, or that's in fact two big problems. Additional problems. They gave different placebos in the different studies. In one of the studies, they didn't test a whole lot of people over 55. Basically, the data is a mess. Now, that's not to say that when there is robust, real, verifiable data, the AstraZeneca Oxford vaccine won't work. It may well. But it is to say, based on this analysis, they should not have come forward when they did. Presumably they were pressured because of the great success that Pfizer and Moderna had, but it is very important that all the vaccines that come out are reliably tested and that people can trust them. The last thing we want is a backlash against vaccines that don't work. So scientists need to be very, very careful here. All right, that's the most interesting thing in tech. Have a good Thanksgiving. Get more great stories from Wired in our daily newsletter. Sign up at wired.com daily. 
Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.